0: Today with Clare Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years, cashandcarrykitchens.ie First to those plans for the D-Hotel in Drada to be converted into an asylum centre. Now the hotel has capacity to accommodate 500 people in its 113 rooms. The new owners, Fair Keep Limited, confirmed that they've entered into an agreement with the Department of Integration for the next two years but suggested that the money would be reinvested into the hotel. Well, local people and elected representatives in the area have criticised the lack of consultation. They've also called for a 12 million euro support package to compensate for the loss of the main hotel in Ireland's largest town and councillors are seeking a meeting with the integration minister Roderick O'Gorman. Well for more on this I'm joined on the line now by Fergus O'Dowd, Fine Gael TD for Louth Good morning Fergus.
1: Good morning Claire.
0: So, Fergus, yet again, we have a sense amongst local people where you are that they weren't consulted. And we have seen this in the past. And it would show us, it would seem, that the government isn't learning anything because the lack of consultation is something we hear about time and time again.
1: Yes, no, the people are very angry that they haven't been consulted, that we're losing the only functional town centre hotel with over 101 beds. And the anger is directed at the lack of consultation. And not at uh, the applicants, the, the 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 new residents who will be coming in, who have to get their situation assessed by the departments, to whether they can uh, stay here legitimately or not. And I want to stress that, uh, you know, Drogheda is a great town, it's becoming a city. There's, there's a great warm welcome for Ukrainians and international protection applicants in our town, and that will continue but what the minister has done is deemed to be, and I want to say I accept he's an honourable, decent man, but it's an arrogant decision. I understand the pressure he's under, uh, but he hasn't taken into consideration the community. So when the community loses a resource, like the only hotel we have, where a population of 40,000 people does a plan for another 20,000 to live in our town with planning permission for houses over the next five years, uh, and if we don't have an hotel, that's a huge impact on families mm. that want to visit. It's a huge impact on business. And uh, what should have happened was there should have been negotiations, discussions uh, with key people, including public representatives. OK,
0: but, but you, and, you and know, that's where he's you, you've said this, that the minister is under, we know the department is under huge pressure. When a business, and we had this situation, Ross Gray, as well, when a business makes a business decision to do this, surely if there's any anger in this situation, it should be directed at the owners who've made an economic decision to hand the t- hotel over to the department for this function.
1: Well, that's a business decision that they made. They're new owners; they, they bought the hotel in October of last year. So I have never met them, and I don't. I don't actually. I've seen their names in the paper. I don't believe they're they're resident locally. I don't know what what their structure is. But you know, I, what I want to concentrate on is getting a solution to this problem. And one of the proposals, the three TDs, myself, Imelda Monster, Jed Nash met with the minister and collectively we asked that if there's possibilities of mitigating this decision of leaving some rooms in that hotel available to people who are, you know, attending weddings, people who are visiting relatives who have come from abroad, business people who want to stay overnight. Is that an option or not?
0: Mm-hmm. And what now, response I the did you get to that?
1: Well, well, he couldn't make any promises, uh, but he said he would certainly look at it. I've raised this matter at the Fine Gael Parliamentary Party meeting on Wednesday night because I think it's hugely important that communities do not lose... An asset like that overnight, and that there is discussion and and there is a, a, an attempt to to understand, you know, what the local feelings are, and putting international protection applicants in the centre of a controversy is entirely wrong. Mm-hmm. And you're, it, it is entirely wrong, and and that's what's okay. happening here. So when you raise this, there are forces at um, that work, their there are forces that work locally uh, to cause confrontation and anger over this. And what have you and seen in that regard? We're trying to mitigate that. Well, I had to take my phone off the hook. My staff have been abused by a campaign of abuse directed at at my office. And that's a fact. But the vast majority of people are not part of that.
0: And were you threatened? Were you and your staff threatened? No,
1: no, they're very upset. They were very upset by some of the things said. And rightly so. So the phone is off the hook for the moment. uh, But people can email and we'll get back to them and we will respond to to, to appropriate messages, okay. but it's important, Claire, that we calm the situation down. That the government now insists, you know, if if to renegotiate this deal, if it's possible, mm-hmm. if it's possible. And the other point is, there must be a community benefit. The, the community has lost a hotel and there's no benefit locally that they can see as a result of the increased mm-hmm. pressure on resources in our town. So that's that's where the minister and the government has to act. And have, and you, this, asked, start start putting up.
0: have you asked the Gardaí to step in and protect your office? Or I have, offer, yes, of, yes. OK, but, and protect but, uh, in your fairness,
1: staff. Yeah, well, in fairness, Claire, the Gardaí have already made significant recommendations to my office, and indeed to all TDs in the country. And we've carried out those. All of those are there. We have CCTV. We have access only by you know we control access to the office, and so on. But like, your staff, your staff are, are are. they're great people. They work. They're fantastic people, and people know that. And it's a small number of people in a campaign of of of, of what they've been doing. And but listen, look, we have to rise above okay. that, there, and we have to, as a community, we have to be seen yeah. to welcome these people. Okay, but the but can, can is not I ask you, job,
0: when you raised this at the Fine Gael parliamentary party meeting, what did the Taoiseach and, and your party leader Leo Radcliffe well, say? when well,
1: well, the, well, the Taoiseach agreed that a community shouldn't lose their only hotel. And that that is that's what the problem is, um, and that is the issue. So we have to address that deficit now. Uh, so we have. And did he have any we, ideas
0: as to how to how you square that circle?
1: Well, well in fairness, it's, we only got word of this on Wednesday. You know, today is Friday, and and I'm dealing with this with different ministers, and I'm trying to get them to coordinate. I'm trying to get a government to make a decision that this never happens again. Two, that that if it can be mitigated or changed in some way to allow other people to stay in the only hotel in our town, we should do that. that. And also there has to be a community benefit. Mm -hmm. There is no community benefit in terms of additional resources. And and on that, there was a call... Sorry, Claire, these would be children, uh, these would be families... And I, again, I said they're very welcome, but where are they going to go during the day? You know, they'll have cabin fever in their bedrooms. There's 500 people living in permanently in this place, certainly for a year, possibly two years. So we need a place for them to go. Uh, we need a proper center. You know, for people, you know, there's an awful lot of things missing in this equation.
0: Yes. And, and, and the there was a big suggestion, one that's missing is consultation. Right. And there was a suggestion from the Labour Party that there be a 12 million euro compensation scheme for the area to, to cover the impact on tourism in particular. Do you think that that's a good idea?
1: I think it's an excellent idea. Uh, and I think I think there should be high level engagement between the government the minister, obviously, who didn't get any, did make no attempt to communicate with people, and and the local authority and and, and voluntary bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, Drod is a vibrant, growing city, not a town. We now have no hotel in the centre at, at this stage, but we want to deal with it constructively and get outcomes that which will leave people. You know, much happier with okay. the situation. Above all, Claire, these people are welcome in our town, regardless of the the the, the yeah. errors of the minister on this. They I, are very welcome. I, I'm just just one though.
0: last thing. Last night, the local councillors in Drogheda, they asked for an urgent meeting with the minister. Do you think he should meet them?
1: I, I think he must meet them and I think I think he should visit Rahata, he should go on the media. Uh, you know, we have to have accountability, we have to see, we have to move this story onto a constructive positive outcome for everybody and again, again I stress uh, you know the, the New people coming into our town are more than welcome. They make a huge contribution and they are I want to I can't overstress that point. Okay. It's the fact that and we lost made, our hotel is a source of the anger.
0: All right, Fergus O'Dowd, thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you, Claire. Thank you very much. Text five one five five one today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio One.